All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, well, it looks like my sources have been dead-on accurate uh, again. It looks like a Fulton County indictment against Donald Trump and others will be coming down, many others apparently, according to my sources, uh, sometime tomorrow. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, interesting that uh, this just happened in, within the last hour, hour and a half or so. Apparently, Fulton County, Georgia, Georgia's Democratic prosecutors uh, are going to indict Donald Trump. They want to do it so badly that they actually accidentally announced that he'd been indicted. And yet they're telling us that the grand jury uh, has not even voted because they would be in session today and tomorrow. So I'm waiting on why bother with the vote? Just, you know, they, they started talking like the, the indictment was a certainty months before the evidence was ever presented. So it's pretty clear how much integrity prosecutors there actually have. I mean, I've been saying this and nobody really wants to hear this part of you're a conservative or a Republican. If you are a Republican in New York City and you are under any type of criminal indictment, just remember, I and mean, you're meaning a prominent one like Donald Trump, would be pretty prominent. I don't believe Donald Trump can get a fair jury pool and a fair jury in a city where only 12% of of residents voted for him. Or in the case of Washington, D.C., what is it, 5.4% of the D.C. population voted for him. A little higher in Fulton County, somewhere around 23 24%. So anyway, uh, whoopsie-daisy, you know, so they post this document online by the Fulton County, Georgia's DA office, then uh, quickly take it down, and they name the defendant as Donald Trump. Uh, Anyway, so they they pulled it down immediately. Clearly, this was inadvertent, and they're even saying, oh, it's inadvertent, but they're revealing the offenses in which they plan to charge Donald Trump in connection with his bid to overturn a 2020 election result in Georgia. Anyway, it's a two-page docket obtained by Reuters, briefly posted and then removed by the Fulton County Court's uh, website, showing the former president potentially facing as many as 13 specific counts, including violation of the state's anti-racketeering law, RICO Act, usually used for mob families, conspiracy, false statements, asking a public official to violate their oath of office, grand jury convened by... The very partisan Fulton County D.A. Fannie Willis scheduled to hear testimony Monday and Tuesday uh, with an announcement on charges. I've been told to expect it sometime tomorrow, maybe around four o'clock while we're on the air. That's that's what I've been hearing from very good sources. They've not been wrong here to four. For example, the violation of the Georgia Rico racketeering. and, and Corruption Organization Act, uh, Influence and Corrupt Organization Act, you know, that I've been hearing now for a while. Uh, solicitation of violation of oath by a public officer. By the way, the first one, a serious felony. The rest of them are felonies. Unlike Hunter, he didn't get a sweetheart deal offer. What a shock. Conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit false statements and writings, conspiracy to commit filing false documents, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit false statements and writings, 
uh, filing of false documents, solicitation of a violation of oath by a public officer, false statements and writing solicitation of the violation of oath by a public officer, and it goes on and on and on. So the list of criminal charges, why do I believe, Linda, that this is 100% real? 100%. Uh, One other thing, now Georgia has interesting laws. One of them happens to be their sunshine laws. And we may actually, if the indictments come down tomorrow, let's say they had the arraignment on Thursday, uh, Georgia judge has ruled the cameras will be allowed in the courtroom if Trump is indicted. Uh, this now will be his fourth indictment. It's amazing the, the difference in our justice system, isn't it? it? really is. When you look especially at the Hunter Biden plea deal, the sweetheart one that would have would have prevented any further investigation into any further shenanigans him and his father could have been involved in. Oh, we're going to shut all that down until the judge in Delaware actually read the fine print and the gun diversion part of the plea agreement and said, uh, excuse me, uh, is it your intention not to pursue all, all investigations are complete and you will not be pursuing any further charges against Mr. Hunter Biden, which they couldn't answer honestly. Now, it was, it was obvious from the defense's remarks when, the, when David Weiss's team went there and, and made fools of themselves because that was the agreement they made. It was there in writing. And then all of a sudden, it was news to Hunter Biden's defense team, and they're like, no, uh, we're not agreeing to a deal that, that leaves open the door that, I might, that future charges might be brought. Oh, what a different, what a change. Anyway, so, um, you know, I guess another day, another arrest of Donald Trump. And, you know, most people now see what this is. It's not prosecution anymore. It's persecution. This this is exactly what the Judiciary Committee is looking into, and that is the weaponization of justice in Biden's DOJ, part of his executive branch of government. You know, Hunter's lawyers, by the way, I saw over the weekend— Lawyers for Hunter Biden, uh, yeah, they're, they're still trying to get a deal. And by the way, who could blame them because they don't have a good case, in my view. New court filing, Biden lawyer Christopher Clark wrote that his client intends to abide by the terms of the diversion agreement that was executed at the July 26 hearing by the defendant and his counsel and said that the parties have a valid and binding bilateral division, uh, I'm sorry, diversion agreement. Biden team is claiming prosecutors reneged on the terms of the plea deal that they had struck in June. Well, it has to be approved by a judge. That's why they went before the Delaware judge. They weren't anticipating that the judge who only got the document the morning of would actually read the document to find out what was in the document before signing off on the document. Anyway, the deal collapses and Merrick Garland announces, you know, that, oh, David Weiss, the guy that offered the deal, Remember, David Weiss's own office had recommended felony charges against Hunter Biden. Remember, David Weiss, it was under his investigation that he allowed the statute of limitations to run out. Really is unbelievable. There are a lot of developments, though, in the Joe Biden, not Hunter. It's not about Hunter anymore. And I'm, it's like I'm the only one that is saying you've got to pay close attention and, you know, follow the, the bouncing ball on a lot of these issues, because it, it's not that complicated. But James Comer, House Oversight Accountability Committee chairman, vowing to escalate the investigation further by subpoenaing Hunter and Joe Biden's personal phone bank records 
uh, and offering now witnesses immunity. We're getting very close every day to showing that Joe Biden was the ringleader in this, not Hunter Biden. So he's saying it, being criticized for it, but how dare he investigate? Do we really think that Hunter Biden was the brand that, that Devin Archer testified to? He says, now that we've got their shady shell companies, now that we have the, we need their personal records. Because when we show that chart that shows China, Romania, Russia, the arrows go into the shell companies, into the Biden's uh, family, you know, pockets, we think there may be another arrow behind the Biden family, and that would go to Joe Biden himself. Joe Biden was the brand. It wasn't Hunter. And that's what people have told us. That's what these emails suggest. And it gets frustrating at the inability of people to connect dots. Well, you know, think back what Joe Biden did originally. I never once discussed Hunter with Hunter as foreign business dealings. I never spoke. I never talked about Hunter's foreign business deals, my brother's. Or anybody for that matter. Well, that that lie has now been exposed a thousand times over. He's told it so many times as both a candidate and as 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 president. He never met with his son's business partners. He said that, too. Well, we have pictures of him at Cafe Milano with oligarchs like the former first lady of Moscow that get, that did a three point five million dollar deal with with Hunter Biden's firm team. And then, according to Devin Archer, 120 million more invested in a real estate venture. Hunter, Joe Biden lied when he said, well, we didn't get any money from China. Yes, you did. Another lie. Hunter Biden has done nothing wrong. That's probably the biggest lie. The laptop was Russian disinformation. Well, we'll get to that in more detail maybe in the next half hour. So the FBI does plan to grill Hunter Biden. But, well, here's the bigger breaking news story of the day. There was a plan by the FBI. Fox News broke this to grill Hunter Biden in 2020. Now we find out this is as he's now president elect Joe Biden. But this whole plan was scuttled after the Biden transition team was tipped off. Because we're just finding out about this brand new attempt by the office of the newly appointed special counsel, David Weiss, to obstruct the investigation. Because the FBI supervisory special agent told congressional investigators that the Biden transition team in the Secret Service headquarters were tipped off in December of 2020 about a planned interview of Hunter Biden, a tip off that resulted in the interview of Joe Biden's son not taking place at all, even while he was being labeled the target of a years long federal investigation. Remember, when with the appointment of Weiss, that now provides cover for both Merrick Garland and and Weiss, who both, I believe, under oath, I know when for certain Garland under oath had said that David Weiss had all the authority that he needed to go into other jurisdictions and do his investigation and bring charges. Well, that's exactly what was contradicted by the IRS whistleblowers that said just the opposite. Anyway, so we now know that this FBI supervisory agent told congressional investigators that the Biden transition team and Secret Service headquarters were tipped off in December 2020 about this planned interview of Hunter Biden. This tip-off resulted in an interview of the then-president-elect Biden's son doesn't take place at all, even while he was labeled the target of this investigation. The agent who worked for the FBI for more than two decades and retired from the Bureau last year participated in this transcribed interview under oath behind closed doors of the House Oversight Committee. Fox News Digital 
They got and obtained a transcript of the special agent's interview, the supervisory special agent's interview. It took place in July. And tipping off the transition team and not being able to interview Hunter Biden as planned are just a couple of examples that show exactly what we have been pointing out and what Jim Jordan's committee is looking into. And that is the weaponization of the Department of Justice and how the FBI and the DOJ have been politicized and weaponized equally. The Oversight Committee has no confidence in U.S. Attorney Weiss, which they shouldn't have any confidence in them. You know, the big lie of Joe Biden, the big evolution of a lie. I never talked to my son, my brother, or anybody for that matter. Well, I never, like we've been telling you all the whole time, Joe Biden never did business with his son. That's not what you said. Evolving into, uh, he never spoke with any of his foreign business partners. That, that now has been blown out of the water also. And then finally, when Comer's third memo comes out, well, last week, the week before, oh, yeah, see, it doesn't prove that Joe Biden got paid. Okay, well, what did Hunter Biden, who is an admitted addict, do at the time to, to uh, get millions of dollars in a field, for example, in Burisma in Ukraine or CEFC in China? These are energy giants. He admitted on on Good Morning America he had no experience in energy. So what did Hunter do for all these millions of dollars? What did the grandkids that they funneled money to, what did they do for all of that money? Why did they have so many shell companies? Why did Joe lie in the first place about never talking to his son about any of this? What about Hunter's emails with Eric Sherwin, the, the, the money guy, about paying for Joe's home repairs? What about Hunter's own words that he gives half his income to Pops? Why didn't David Weiss bring Farrah charges and, and, you know, foreign corruption charges against Hunter Biden? Are you kidding me? I mean, and then he gives him a get out of jail free card. And now when either David Weiss or Merrick Garland ever speak to Congress, they say, well, this is an ongoing investigation. We can't comment uh, about that very conflict uh, as to whether or not The IRS whistleblowers are lying or whether or not Garland and David Weiss are lying. I'm putting my money on the whistleblowers being the truth tellers here. I want to remind you about my friends at LoneStarTransfer.com. Look, if you have a timeshare, you know what it's been like to book it in the past. It's always been difficult. Now it's almost impossible. And most timeshare owners are shocked when they learn their timeshare is now available to the public, which limits the time available for you to book it. Many owners have reached out. They're angry yet again. Their yearly dues have nearly doubled during this maintenance fee season. Look, for well over a decade, this family-owned company has had the pleasure of helping tens of thousands of owners legally, permanently get out of their never-ending timeshare fees. If you have one, now's the time to do it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, hundreds and hundreds of five-star testimonials. Their Clients know that Lone Star Transfer is the only company they can trust. They're the only people I trust. They're great people, a great family business. Lone Star Transfer will guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. Look, get a free no-obligation consultation. Call my friends now, 833-594-0075, 833-594-0075, online at LoneStarTransfer.com.